Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good afternoon and welcome to this episode of the Full Press Podcast. Terrence Spears with me, of course, the best content creator in Raiders Nation, Ryan Holm. What, what's up, Ryan? Nothing. It's been an interesting uh, about week and a half uh, for the Raiders on the field, off the field, on Twitter and social media spaces. So uh, it's good to just be back talking football now. Now, I'm sure that there are other podcasts, other folks talking about the whole car and the situation. We'll leave that to them. On the field. What did the All-22 tell you about Jared Stidham this past Sunday? Yeah, it was interesting watching Stidham stand in there because the the biggest takeaway was he let the plays develop down the field. He took shots. He was aggressive. Um, He he would hold the ball to the last second. Obviously, you know, he had the tip pass that they hit a a guy, I think a a helmet of a defensive lineman, and then the pick late, he probably shouldn't have thrown that ball uh, with a guy in his lap with Colt Miller getting pushed back. But he moved around. He evaded pressure. He took shots when he had to. He stayed in. He stayed down the gun, uh, stared down the gun barrel, as you like to say, um, and just made plays. And the Raiders had a playmaker uh, behind center. These were the same plays that they were calling for Derek Carr. So I see a bunch of sentiment out there that Josh and Daniel sabotage. He, he called different plays. You know, other than maybe one or two bootleg plays, the rest of it was all pretty much the same route patterns they ran all year. Um, and they they used Stidham's legs, uh, obviously, on that first drive, the first play out of the gate, and then again on the touchdown where he rolled out to, to hit Waller. But I think another big factor is this, is you saw Darren Waller get involved. Uh, and you saw them go to him on the scene. You saw them throw him the ball down the field. I think all three of his catches were in the 20 to 25-yard range. Um I think he had, or maybe he had five, um, but he, he's a guy that, that can get involved opposite Devontae Adams. And then Devontae Adams had a great game. Uh, Jared Stidham trusted number 17, and he gave him opportunities to make plays on the ball, and he did. And, and those are going to be 50-50. He may do that again next week against Kansas City, 
and maybe he doesn't get the same results. Maybe some of those are incomplete where Devontae Adams doesn't make ridiculous catches. Um, but he allowed the playmakers around him on this offense. He gave them opportunities. And that's something that we've been asking for as Raider fans all season. Now, when I look at the All-22, I see something similar where Stidham stood in the pocket knowing, knowing he was about to get hit because Bosa was in his lap the entire game. It didn't phase him. He he knew what was coming, and he still delivered the ball. And the way of the emotion when they were to score, the celebration, it didn't seem contrived. It didn't seem can seem like it was natural emotion. Like, he knows this, this is one of his last few chances in this league to show what he has to do, and he showed it. And like you said, he he laid it out for Waller. He laid it out for Adams. When you look at how this offense was able to move versus statistically the number one rated defense in the NFL, what does that tell you about McDaniels as far as his game planning the entire season? Is it is it the person behind the center or was it the actual game, game the play calling that was bad? I think it's a combination of both. There were instances where they went really conservative and tried to run the ball and, and didn't keep the foot on the gas per se. And they just didn't convert on third downs in some of those second halves earlier in the year. And you can't run plays if you can't convert third downs. I think the biggest takeaway is I, I thought Stidham was decisive. Um, the 49ers didn't run a ton of coverages on the back end. I don't think that, that Stidham was ever confused at what he was looking at defensively. So I think he had a good feel pre-snap of where guys were going to be. Um, and then he was confident and he made decisions and he let it rip. And that's something that we've been waiting for the quarterback behind center to do most of this season. And I think the 49ers kind of helped them out here, though. They were pretty aggressive to try to stop Josh Jacobs. There's a lot of guys up around on a scrimmage. Um, again, they didn't play a ton of coverages on the back end. Uh, some cover, some cover three, some cover six, some cover four, some quarters at times. Um, it wasn't it, it wasn't like a Bill Belichick type defense where they're doing all these, these crazy exotic defenses and they're giving you all these looks on third down. And I think Jared Stidham just took what was there and he allowed plays to develop down the field. Uh, the Raiders didn't run the ball great in this game. So it's not like Josh Jacobs was going off for about 150 and they were able to just throw the ball because um, they did a lot, of, a lot of things in the run game that affected it. I think San Francisco came out and said, we're going to stop the run. We're going to put all these guys up there. And then Stidham said, if you're going to do that, I'm throwing the ball down the field. And then his playmakers made plays. So I think it's just a combination of everything. Um, I don't think coming away from this that Jared Stidham's the answer moving forward long term. I just think that he played really well. Um, he made the right decision most of the time. His playmakers made plays. Um, and then they were able to – I think the, the biggest takeaway, though, for me from Stidham is he was able to do it when he needed to. So when it was – they fell behind by three in the fourth quarter, go down and get a field goal to tie it. They're down seven with two minutes left, go down and get a touchdown to tie it. So um, they scored 17 in the first half, 17 in the second half. The offense was pretty consistent most of the game. And then he had the unfortunate interception in overtime. I was stunned that – because after not watching Stidham extensively because there's no really not much – he throws a good ball and he throws a catchable ball. And the, like you said, the way they moved the offense and the, like he got it done, we had to get done. When, when we look at Darren Waller and look at his future, if you had to bet 
is he a Raider next year? I hope so. I've been saying on, on the my other podcast, the Put On Raiders podcast, that I, I hope he's back because the Raiders need a guy who can win one-on-one opposite of Devontae Adams on the other side of formation. Um, because even on the touchdown that Waller scored, they just rolled the safety over to Adams' side. There's no safety. It's one-on-one on the back side. Mac Hollins isn't winning those routes. Uh, Foster Moreau is not going to win those routes. Hunter, Hunter Renfro, you're not going to put him in that spot to work vertically down the field one-on-one. Darren Waller's that guy. He can high point it. He's fast enough to run away from defenders. He can beat corners. He can beat safeties. He can beat linebackers. So he is a, a matchup nightmare, and especially on a team that has Devontae Adams where the teams have to respect Adams as well. Because if you have Darren Waller for 17 games, and we, that's a big if right now. We don't know how his body's going to hold up long-term, but you can't double Adams. If you have Waller on the field, if Waller's putting up huge numbers, eventually teams are going to have to adjust and either go too high and try to double both of them or bracket both of them. And then you just run the football. So you need that complimentary receiver to, to Adams on the roster. And I don't know how the Raiders can go find someone that can do what Waller does with all the other holes they have on this roster. They have to find a quarterback. They might need to find two quarterbacks if they don't bring Stidham back. What happens with Jacobs? And then we haven't even talked about all three levels of the defense and the offensive line. So moving Waller for a draft pick sounds great, but I think that will do more harm than good long-term. Looking at the offensive line and looking at Colton Miller, at times it didn't appear like he had the the greatest of game. Where it seemed like it was a couple of plays where he was pretty much cast aside to make stops on running plays. Is it the team he played or – what have you seen from him this year? What's your general analysis of his play during the 2022 season? I thought Miller's played really well this year. At times he's been beaten, obviously going up against Nick Bosa, who's probably the premier pass rusher. Um, you could argue that Max Crosby's a better all-around player if you want to factor in run defense. But if we're just saying pure pass rusher, I would take Nick Bosa. And – he held his own for the most part in that game. They had to move Bosa around at times. They put him on the right side. Eventually, in the second half, they moved him inside and, and ran some stunts with him to get some interior pressure. But, you know, Colton Miller is what Colton Miller is going to be. Is he going to be a top three tight end or left tackle in the NFL? No, he's not. He's going to be a top, you know, five to seven left tackle, a guy that you can definitely live with on, on protecting the blind side of the quarterback. But he's not a guy that's going to go out there and pitch a shutout every week for 17 weeks. He's going to give up a few sacks. He's going to have a couple of penalties. Um, he's, I would still like to see him get a little bit stronger. He's changed his technique up a little bit this year with a new coaching staff. But I thought he's played really well at times. And then, yeah, I mean, they ran into a 49ers defense that has one of the best, if not the best, defensive front in football. Looking at the Raiders offensive line, you have James, you have Bars, you have Eleanor, Parham, Miller. Knowing that Miller's definitely coming back. And Parham, would you possibly look into free agency to to get the right side fixed, or can you cobble together a free agent and a draft pick? I think that all depends on who the quarterback's going to be. If they go young with a mobile guy that can run around, um, then I don't think it's as big of a priority. Now, if you're going to go aging older quarterback, Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy that, that needs protection because – He's been hurt a little bit. Then you probably want to shore that up with some free agents. I think Parham's going into center. I just think he's too small to hold up at guard over 17 weeks. And if you put him at center and allow him to be a guy that, that can double 
and that can work, you know, right or left, whichever way they slide the protection. Um, they'll, he'll face some teams where in a three, four, he'll have zero technique lined up against him. But for the most part, um, he won't, and he'll be able to roam around and use his athleticism. He'll, he'll be better there. Andre James has played okay this year, but I think they drafted Parham to play center long-term, and I think you're going to see that. They can save about $3.5 million if they move on from James. But now you open up both guard spots. Um, the guard spot's not a hard spot to fill in free agency. Like You don't need to get long-term building blocks. You can go get a 31, 32-year-old veteran that you can plug in and just be an average guard for a year or two as you address other needs on this team. Um, they do need new guards, but I don't think it's going to be that hard to find those type of guys. And if you have to roll next year with, with Illuminor and Munford or you sign a, another a veteran offensive lineman, you can do that. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take a tackle in the first round. And I would probably focus that. I think the defense has much bigger issues than this offensive line right now. We're about to discuss the defense right after this break. You are listening to Focus Raiders podcast on the FBC Radio Network. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We are back with the Full Press Radio Podcast, Terrence Biggs. Ryan Holmes. Ryan, you mentioned defense going to break. At this point, even though they've had a couple of decent games where the defense has held held opponents in check, would you retain Patrick Graham? Would I retain Patrick Graham? I would lean no, but I think they're going to. Now, to be honest, like Patrick Graham's very confusing for me because watching the film, there are weeks where he's creative and he's disguising and he's showing all these looks on third down that, that confuse some of these quarterbacks. And then there's weeks like last week where they literally didn't try to do much at all. They basically just ran the same one or two coverages and they'd sprinkle in a little blitz here or there. Uh, and then they get picked apart. So he doesn't have a lot to work with. I know the defense was horrible last week, but they were running out guys that probably should be practice squad guys, and they were starting them. They were starting a linebacker off the street. who I, I had to look up. I didn't know who he was. Um, and Lange, number 56. Masterson was brutal. Um, they've been running out Sam Webb. You know, Amika Robertson's probably a sub package. You know, fourth corner, maybe third corner if you have enough playmakers on the outside. Uh, Deron Harmon's doing what he can at his age. I, I just don't think there's enough talent on this defense. But there are times where you're just so confused by how Graham calls a defense, too. Like, um, rushing three at the goal line on the touchdown to Kittle. Like, why are you dropping below Nichols to, to the goal line? on a, You're on the two-yard line and just letting Brock Purdy sit back there and pick apart his own defense when you have guys that can't cover and, and hang on receivers. Rushing three sounds great, but every time you rush three, you basically cancel out Max Crosby because they slide the line and double him. And then not only are you rushing three, your best pass rusher can't get there because – He's getting double and triple teamed on a weekly basis now, and no one else is winning across the line. Speaking of not winning across the line, at this point, we look at the interior of the Raiders' defense, and with the pick at, at as it stands right now, nine or ten, would a guy like Jalen Carter be an option at nine or ten? He'll be a great option, but he won't be there at nine or ten. No. He's going to go in the top four. I agree, and it just to me it seems like that nine and ten pick is very interesting. Now, looking at that secondary, you had bits and pieces of Amit Robinson with interception, but you also had Sam Webb, and you just brutal. Is this the least talented team you've seen wear the silver and black in the last five years on defense? I would say the lineup they ran out there last week was. I, I don't know if everyone's healthy. It's that if, if it's that bad because you got to remember this team's missing Yasin. Averett is at least serviceable. I mean, he didn't play very well when he's out there, but he's a serviceable fourth guy. They didn't have Diablo. There was no Perryman. You didn't have Chandler Jones. Um, so, and then you've taken guys off this team. John Abram was taken off this team. Not that he was a difference maker or anything, but like he's better than Roderick Teamer and some of the other guys that they've been running out there. So I think what we're, what we saw last week and what we're going to see this upcoming week to the Chiefs is basically a practice squad level defense aside from a couple of players. 
But this, that's not what the defense is going to look like next year. I think when you talk secondary, um, when you say that ninth or tenth pick, I'm locked in on corner. I think they're going corner in the first round. They need to. They don't have a long-term option on this roster. And for me, uh, Nate Hobbs is not an outside corner. Uh, I know he came off the injury, but he's played really bad for about a month now. On the outside, uh, I posted his athletic traits on, on Twitter the other day, just like kind of what they look like. It's not very good. Like he's a guy that needs to play on the inside or play as a cover two outside corner. You can't have this guy playing man, running down the field, running across the field with speed receivers. He just, he just athletically isn't there. And that's why he went in the fifth round. Um, he doesn't have number one cornerback traits. And I know a lot of people are going to get mad. And they were trying to tell me that in, in the preseason on Twitter, like, He's a number one corner. I'm like, no, nah, I don't know. Maybe a two, but he's definitely not a number one. And they're going to have to fill a lot of holes because I don't know if Deron Harmon's going to come back at his age. I-, I will give Trayvon Merritt credit. I think he's played a lot better since Abram left, and he's played more uh, as a strong safety, which is not what they drafted him as. So he's actually been better the closer the line of scrimmage you get him, which is not what they thought when they took him. But he played man a lot against Kittle last week and held up fine. You've seen him. He's played man on – on Kelsey uh, other than in the red zone where he got beat up, but he played man on Kelsey that whole first Chiefs game and it was pretty good at times. So I think they're okay with him. And then I would move Nate Hobbs into safety. I would just put him at free safety, have Merrick and Hobbs back there. So you have two kind of guys um, that athletically as safeties would be pretty good. And then you can move them around. And if you want to drop one down in the slot, you can, um, but then that leaves a wide open hole at corner. At that point, you probably bring Rockison back for, I don't think Rutgerson's going to break the bank based on the season he had, but he's he's a he's a solid starting quarterback if he can stay healthy. He draft a guy at nine. Cam Smith out of South Carolina is my guy. I would love to plug Cam Smith and as, as a Raider and let him play corner. And then you have Hobbs in the slot, so I think you're okay there if you don't put Hobbs at safety. But they need multiple pieces in the in the secondary. They need a defensive tackle. They need to really revamp this linebacking core because Luke Masterson. Um, I know guys like him, but I, I, the tape is so bad of him mm-hmm. in, in zone coverage. And then he can't cover for a guy that used to be a safety. So um, it looks like Diablo is going to get another shot next year would be my guess because none of these other guys have shown anything. Now, with Stidham, does he need another game to kind of earn not a starting spot, of course, but a roster spot next year and to earn like a decent bump as far as a a contract to either be a backup or a bridge starter? No, I think if he just he just goes out and, and plays average next week, he'll be fine. I think if he has a bad game next week, you could still bring him back because he knows the system. Um, and a backup quarterback, I don't think Jared Siddham's the starter next year. I don't think he's starting week one unless they draft a rookie and then they want to play Stidham for five or six weeks until the rookie can kind of catch up to speed or if they want to sit him for the whole year. But I don't think Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler make this move with Derek Carr to run Stidham out there for 17 games next year. I, let, let's remember, we're excited about Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham couldn't beat out Cam Newton in New England a couple of years ago, and that's why they drafted Mac Jones. So um, I know he had a great game, but let's see him do it again. Now, if he has another great game and you go into free agency and you can't get Tom Brady or Jimmy Garoppolo or, or one of these veteran quarterbacks that you want to bring in and you have to roll with Stidham, then, then yeah, then you do that. But I think Stidham is, is clearly way down the list as far as like option D or E uh, in the offseason. I don't think he's option A or B when the Raiders hit free agency. Um, and then it just depends on what they want to do in the first round. Um, if they do want to take a quarterback and you have a veteran, like 
We'll see. I, I always thought the draft should be before free agency, but it's not. So they're gonna they're not gonna wait till the draft and go through all the free agency and not address the quarterback position. So um, I think whatever happens in free agency is going to dictate where they go in the draft. What's your take on a quarterback like a Gardner Minshew to be the starter or to be somebody who can come in and possibly give a couple of years? I would rather roll with Stidham than Minshew because he knows the system. And he's shown enough last week to where, you know, Gardner Minshew has great games. He was awful last week. I think everyone wants to talk about the game he had against the Cowboys, but where was he last week? That offense couldn't do anything. Um, And they have weapons everywhere in the best offensive line in football. So um, I would say they're a wash. And Stidham's probably a little bit more athletic and has a little bit more arm strength, and he's probably a little bit more mobile. And he's been in the system for four years now. Stidham, the, the concern you have is if he goes out next week or this week against the Chiefs and he throws for, you know, 303 more touchdowns, maybe there is a team that wants to draft a quarterback in the first round and sees him as a bridge gap and says, hey, Jerry, we're going to bring you in and free agency. We're going to let you compete for the starting job. And the Raiders go out there and get a Garoppolo or a Tom Brady and Stidham knows, well, I can't compete for the starting job here. And then he just leaves. Uh, and free agency. So th- that's the issue the Raiders are going to run into. I-, I would hope they would try to get him locked up uh, before free agency starts on a modest deal, maybe a two-year deal, somewhere in the 5 to $7 million range with a bunch of incentives in case he has to play. And then he can earn, you know, kind of like the Jimmy Garoppolo deal or, you know, or a Marcus Mariota deal. You make him a pretty high-paid backup with the option of if you play X number of snaps, you get a bonus. If the team wins X number of games, if you you know, throw for so many yards and, and build his value in the contract based on incentives. But maybe he doesn't want to do that. But I, I don't know if Stidham's just going to get up and leave for another opportunity because he knows this offense so well and he's been with McDaniels his whole career. How can people interact with you on social media? Yeah, they can reach out to me at uh, rhome22. It's R-H-O-L-M-22 uh, on Twitter. And I've been getting a lot of people sending me messages over the last probably month, which is great. Uh, I probably get two or three a day, which is random Raiders questions. So it's been awesome interacting uh, with the Raider fans on Twitter that way. And then they can check out uh, the all 22 videos that I've been posting. Uh, only got one more game left for this season. So we'll see. Brian Holmes, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Full Press Raiders podcast. Thank you. This has been another episode of Full Press Raiders podcast. Be good yourselves. Be good to it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.